Just as the, the ministry of the church, there is a normality about it that is glorious. There is a normality about the Christian life which is lived out in the world, which is also glorious, actually. Mm. And our job as leaders of churches is actually to encourage our people in that. And, and when we reduce church down to um, uh, good preaching on a Sunday and a lively youth group and a plurality of elders, we're actually missing the point that the, the part of the purpose of the church is to send people out into yeah, the world yeah. to live such good lives among the pagans, as, as Peter puts it in 1 Peter 2. Welcome to Independence, the FIEC podcast. Uh, my name's Phil Topham, Executive Director of FIEC. And with me uh, this afternoon is Head of our National Ministries, Adrian Reynolds. Hello, Hello. Phil. How are you doing? Yeah, good, thank you. Brother, good. we're going to talk about the local conferences uh, for FIEC this year. Yep. But before we do that, let's get into it like this. What was the first ever mm. FIEC conference you came to? Well, I know the answer to that. And um, it is when I first started as a pastor uh-huh. very early on, um, I wasn't actually in an FIC church, but that was kind of the, the FIC was a network that I was most closely linked yeah. to. I've been in FIC churches before as a, as a, as a member and an elder. And I went to a, a local conference actually in three bridges mm. in Crawley, got the train from Yately where I was a pastor mm. and Andy Patterson was speaking. Ah, oh, superb. And um, I even remember what he said. Oh, he, he, good. he had a little line. He said, we were just talking about besetting sins of pastoral ministry. Um, I probably remember it more than he does. But I remember him saying, every pastor um, is inclined either towards laziness or overwork. Mm. And then he said, work out which one you are and tackle it. And uh, I find that really actually yeah. <laughs> it's a helpful pastoral insight generally mm. in church life. Mm. Mm. And uh, yes, yeah, so I remember that. Yeah. So 20 something years ago. What's well, amazing because 20 years on, that's still really what our local conferences are about, isn't it? Encouraging pastors, church leaders, people in any kind of ministry uh, in our churches to come along and get that pastoral wisdom to help them with their everyday ministry. That's exactly right. Um, so every local conference follows the same pattern. There's lots of input, lots of chance to, to meet, to connect, to talk, to reflect, to apply actually um, the things that we know know about pastoral mm. ministry to our own individual settings. So what are we doing this year? So they always start, don't they, after the Christmas season, we're into the new year. We've got 33 local conferences planned. Uh, first of all, wh- what are we planning for these conferences? What are you doing? Um, we're planning an agenda around what we're calling the extraordinary ordinary. Well, hang on, stop, let me stop you there. We've just done that, haven't we, in November at the national conferences? We've done the glorious normal. Ah, uh, okay. So t- tell me the difference <laughs> then. What are we doing this well, time? Um, we're... The conferences at one level are the same. They're for local church leaders. We'll come back to that, I guess, in, in, in just a short while. Um, but what we really wanted to do in the local conferences and what we do every year is we take the theme that we've developed at the national leaders' conferences mm. and we make it a bit more personal. We make it a bit more relevant to where you are. We drive it home in one or two areas a little bit more. So the national conference, you can't really get together. You can't really chat in the same way. Mm. So it tends to be receiving input from the front. At the local conferences, but there's less input from the front and there's more, let's get to work on this together. Let's see how it cashes out in ordinary church life. So how does that link then to what we did in November this time around with this kind of content? Thanks. Yeah. So the glorious normal really was was calling people back to see the glory of the ministry we've been given mm. in 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 almost its ordinariness. Um, the, the phrase has been going around, isn't it? The new normal is going to be a new yeah. normal post-COVID. And we wanted to say, actually, the normal ministry, the work of building up the saints, the work of reaching the lost, 
that is unchanged. Mm. The method is unchanged. Even if we have to contextualize to where we are, the method is unchanged. And, and I think what we need to see is, as ministers of the gospel, as leaders in the churches, we need to see the glory of that. And what we were really, really trying to do in the, the leaders conference back in November is, is trying to elevate in people's minds the, the glory of our call mm. to, to, to ordinary church ministry. So how is these conferences that are coming up, there's 33 of them all around the country. How is it going to help us to rub that into the, the local sure. ministries that well, we serve. Well, what in. we're trying to do is just to delve into the nuts and bolts a bit more. Now that you could do that in a hundred ways, and we haven't got a time to do it in a hundred ways. So we're doing it in a number of specific ways. First of all, we're going to go to scripture. It's always good to do it at the local mm. conferences. So we're going to go to Zechariah 4 mm. at each of the conferences. Um, Zechariah is a great book. Uh, Zechariah, of course, was one of the two prophets who was preaching to the people of God when they returned yeah. in the book of Ezra. Temple work had stopped. Um, people were sort of giving up and thinking, oh, is it all really worth it? And, and although the circumstances are different, there is that kind of weariness that we feel about church life at the moment. Mm -hmm. Is it really worth it? Um, you know, lots of members in churches are kind of thinking, oh, feel weary yeah. and sort of laboured. And so um, we thought it'd be good to go to Zechariah 4 for our kind of initial encouragement from God's word. And then we're going to think about two specific questions, one of which is how do we help our church members live these ordinary lives in extraordinary ways. Mm. So just as the, the ministry of the church, there is a normality about it that is glorious. There is a normality about the Christian life, which is lived out in the world, which is also glorious, actually. Mm. Mm. And our job as leaders of churches is actually to encourage our people in that. And, and when we reduce church down to um, uh, good preaching on a Sunday and a lively youth group mm. and a plurality of elders, we're actually missing the point that the, the Part of the purpose of the church is to send people out into yeah, the world yeah. to live such good lives mm. among the pagans, as, as Peter puts it in 1 Peter 2. So how will you, will you be sort of delving into that? What, what specifically are you going to be hearing from church leaders as well in those sessions? What kind of context yeah, so, planned there? Uh, generally at these local conferences, there's loads of wisdom in the room. Mm. So we will do a little bit of catalyzing by showing we've got some video clips of people who say this is what we do in our church. This is how we help people. And that will stimulate some thought as to things that could be done. But generally it's about sharing ideas. This is what we do, or even this is what we'd love to do, or even actually sometimes sharing failures. This is what I've tried to do, but it hasn't worked, or this is what I'd love to do. And as we share those ideas, we'll find that iron sharpens iron and we'll be encouraged to equip our members. So that's the first thing we're doing. The second thing we're going to do is think um, very specifically about how we as church leaders engage with the world ourselves. And that's really important, isn't it? Because sometimes we just don't do enough of that. We're in a kind of Christian bubble. And it's important to think about those first principles of of us sharing the gospel with people, getting amongst right. people, living right. good lives yeah. amongst people. And Christian leaders are Christians before they're leaders. Mm. And uh, we sometimes forget that. And we can become so subsumed in the work of the church that we end up being this sort of a strange guru who works in this sort of twilight world where never has any contact with unbelievers. And, and actually we're not kind of, we're not university academics teaching our people. We're practitioners. We, yeah. we want to do. And, and if we have a heart for the gospel, we want to be sharing the gospel. And, and actually that's a real challenge for leaders because of time, because of capacity, because of connections. Lots of leaders say, you know, I, how do, how do I meet how do I meet yeah. people who aren't Christians? And mm. there's some really good models out there. We want to hear from people who are doing good things and we want to share that again and pray about it. Fantastic. One of the things I always think FIC is really good at is gathering people together. That's why we do these conferences, isn't it? But it's a great chance to have a meal together and get to know folk kind of where you are and, and where That's you minister. Right, yes. So, I mean, there are 33 of them. Mm. They are hyper-local, really. I mean, obviously some people have to travel some distance because mm. we can't put on 
you know, a, an unlimited number sure. of them. But we've tried to expand them in recent years. And so a good example is, um, in fact, the first one that I'm doing is in Derby. Um, in previous years, we would have done one conference that covered Derby, Nottingham and, and Leicester and all those sort of conurbations yeah. around. They're all within... 40 minutes drive mm. of one another. But actually, if you're in Derby and ministering in Derby, it's very different from being in Leicester and ministering in Leicester or being in Nottingham. So we've, we've tried to gather people as much as possible around areas that sort of have some identity. Yeah, yeah. Um, so these are different from the, uh, we had um, our national conferences last autumn were essentially regional. Mm. We had five of them because we couldn't do a national conference. Um, th these are much more local than that. And in fact, one of the things we'll spend time doing in the afternoon on each of these conferences is just looking at a map and praying over a map together and just being honest about where the gospel needs to go and where it hasn't gone and yeah. just offering it up to the Lord. And actually, um, out of those kinds of things, those sorts of exercises in the past have come church plants, have come new small groups, new initiatives, um, other plans. So it's a really exciting thing to do, actually, is just to say, let's let's think about our area together. Let's let's wait upon the Lord for it. And you can only really do that when you're in that sort of hyper-local setting. And how important is that relational stuff amongst leaders who are in the same kind of geographical area? Um, well, the honest answer is, in terms of these local conferences, that's a bit mixed. Mm. Because in some local areas, leaders are already um, in each other's pockets in a good way. Yeah. They're in regular contact. They might have a WhatsApp group. There's, a, there's a, a good fraternal that's working. Perhaps there's a local wives group that exists and is supporting wives. Um, so in some places, what we're doing is we're basically piggybacking mm. on other people's really good work. Mm. And we're saying, let's just, let's get together under the FIC yeah. umbrella. Yeah. In other places, frankly, there's nothing. And that might be because there aren't very many churches. It might be because there are new people in post. It might be because there have been some differences of opinion. Yeah. And in those places, actually, that's where FIC can really add value because there's a safe place to, to gather under. Fantastic. So a great opportunity to get together, get to know people around you. And perhaps, who knows, fraternals could come from it. Maybe even, as yeah. you said, yeah. church plants yeah. and, and other kind of things. That's yeah. brilliant. Final question, Adrian. Who, who are these conferences for? So we've talked about the National Conference. Is it the same audience? Yeah, it's the same audience. We, we define it as local church leaders and we set that quite broadly. So it's not just pastors. Um, we would love to see anybody with leadership roles in the local church. Now, obviously, they're day conferences, they're during the week, and so there is some limiting effect there. Um, but we're actually finding in one or two places, some people are even taking a day off work to come along, mm. and that's great mm. if you can. But obviously, we recognise there are some limitations. But yes, I mean, that you, you might be a youth worker, you might be an elder, you might be a deacon, you might be working in seniors' work, you might be working with women in the church or young people in the church. We've got some church administrators booked in, those mm. who are involved in music ministry. Yeah. So, so basically, if you have a leadership role in the church, Church, you're, you're very welcome. We'd also love to see wives of leaders. We, we recognise that um, when when leaders are married, either men or women in certain roles, when they're married and their spouse has a really important part to play in that and they're often working through things together. So we'd love to see spouses as well. Fantastic. So 33 local conferences all around the country. You can book online at fic.org.uk and we'd love to see you. Great. Thank you, Phil. Thanks very much, Adrian. <laughs>